uh, admission to the Iowa's accounting program just depends on this writing assessment because um, it's fairly competitive. So, yeah, but at the moment, marketing and music performance, and I'm a trumpet player. Yes, he's a very good. And Joey, where is your hometown? I'm from Iowa City, so I've lived here my whole life. three times so my friend kamal who's in the trumpet studio puts on a radio show every thursday night 11 yeah and he always advertises it very well to all of us so i'm always very aware to tune to krui at 11 p.m on thursday nights yes take five with kamal that's right <laughs> all right joey this is a question i just wanted to ask because I, I think it's fun what is your favorite genre of music oh boy <laughs> um man i like a lot of different music um music and yes. i'd say that's definitely a big influence in my um my musical upbringing um i also like classical music and right now i'm really getting into like hip-hop and rap Ooh. so i'm taking this this class with um this professor named professor brandon um and he's a hip-hop artist out of chicago so he's um you know put out a couple of his own albums yeah um and you know he's also done some freelance gigs and stuff like that and i also went and talked to him lately and uh, I found out he's just like gonna do a commercial for AT and T, and he's gonna do some voiceover for that. Really? So I've been like, I don't know, really into to hip hop and rap lately. Um, this week I have to to memorize um, a verse from Jay Z's Renegade. Um, I guess Eminem's also on that, so I'm gonna memorize the Eminem verse. So nice, nice. Yeah, I I like all kinds of different music. I feel you there. I feel you there. I didn't get that far. <laughs> All right. So we're going to play the how cultured are we game. Uh, whew. Fun fact, this is going to be more of a sports focused episode. So we're going to talk about sports championships in different leagues. So we're going to see if we knew the championship name and if we knew who had last won the championship. We're going to start with something easy. The NFL. We both know the championship name, right? The, 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 Super, the Bowl? Super Bowl. And they win the Lombardi trophy, right? So that's two points for me. That's one point for you. I'll give you one. Okay. Great. <laughs> I had I had that too. And who was the last person to win it? Uh, the World Series. Yes, the World Series, and they win the Commissioner's Trophy. Who was the last person to have won the World Series? Oh shoot. Uh. What? <laughs> the Red Sox won it, yeah. No, what? <laughs> no way. All right. That's two of two for me and one of two for Joey. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Here's MLS, Major League Soccer. All right. The championship name? World Cup? No, no, not World Cup. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. MLS Cup. You were close. Oh, man. I you was were close. really close. Okay. All right, I didn't get the I didn't get the MLS Cup either, so no worries. Who won it last? Atlanta. Yes. Did did Atlanta, I actually guess right? Atlanta United FC. So Woo. I also I also knew Atlanta had won it last. So we both got one out of two there. Oh, I do not watch soccer very often. I do not either. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to make it interesting. The I next know, one. It's, it, it's sometimes interesting. I don't know. I guess like I I never really played it. So yeah. I don't know. It's I, never I really, really I've never really taken a big interest. All right. The next one is the CFL, the Canadian Football League. The 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 Canadian Championship Trophy. It is the Grey Cup. Oh. <laughs> a cup of grey. Um, who was the last team to have won it? Canada? Well, a Canadian team. You're you're kinda right there. <laughs> it was <laughs> the Calgary. They're called the Calgary Stampeders. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 
Where's that at? Ah, uh, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Basketball. Okay. The name, the championship name. Mm. I don't know the the golden foot. The, that the, is a that's a that's a trophy. That's like the MVP of Premier League, I think. Really? I think so. It's a, it's an MVP trophy for something, but that is not the answer. Okay. The answer is the Euro League Finals. That's the name of the trophy. For the championship. That's the name of the championship. I don't, they didn't give me a name for the trophy. I, well, I that's kind of boring. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, uh. So. Europeans could have been like more creative with that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And. I don't like that name. It's a stupid name. I don't either. It's like, let's think of the, the most uncreative name we possibly can and make that the name of our championship. Pretty much. And I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> but who won it last? Who's the last team to have won the EuroLeague finals? Um, was it somewhere in England? No, actually, it was Real. Well, I didn't know that either. So, is that the team Ronaldo plays for? Um, I don't, I don't know anymore. I yeah. don't know anymore. I'm just. Oh no, he's a soccer player. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing really well, guys. <laughs> I am not very cultured in this right now. It's okay. I am not either. I did not know any of this, so I got zero out of one, as well as Joey. We're doing real hot. We have let's see, three more championships. Okay. The Premier League, which is soccer. Ooh. The name of the championship. Um, can I ask a question? Is there the word? The Leadfoot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Okay. And I actually guessed that last night. Really? With my roommate doing this. And I was like, is it the Premier League Cup? He was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, I knew something. Bam. Wow. I felt really good. Um, He knew the last person to win it. I did not. Who was it? Hmm. in it can i ask that europe i can even give you the specific country England, okay. like uh great britain okay uk <laughs> manchester city <laughs> fc manchester oh. city football club so does london got, have a football team i think they're by like the suburbs and not like the suburbs, but the different parts of London. Okay. I think they're split up that way. Cool. I'm not, I need to like research some of this. I'm a sports and rec management major. I don't know, but I've been out of the loop of sports for like the past, past year or so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm also like mainly into college sports. Yeah. Yeah. These are not like when college football rolls. SPN app. If I'm yeah. on the road or something. For sure. Yeah. All right. This one's going to really change it. The championship. Well, there's, okay. So there's lots of championships, but the main championship. Boulder's Cup? The Barbasol Players Championship. I don't know what the name of the. It's like a, a can of shaving cream or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like Barbasol. It's good. Yeah. Barbas I recommend Barbasol, too. It works. It two, works very, two very well. Two thumbs up out of two, right? Yeah. Two <laughs> thumbs up. You have to get like the uh, like the, the beard buster stuff. Yeah. That's like the best. I don't know. Because it like stays on your face. <laughs> so highly, highly recommend for all you uh, shaving people. 
There we go. <laughs>
Support for KRUI is brought to you in part by the Englert Theatre. The Englert highlights the talents of local performers, artists, ensembles, and also hosts regional, national, and international touring performances. ...2653 or visit www.englert.org. Okay, guys. I am back now. It is just me again. I'm sorry... Joey had to do his quiz, though, so I can respect that. But anyways, I know we're kind of out of order because I usually start with what's in the news. But we're going to get back into the correct order of things now. No fears. No worries. Everything will be just fine. So a couple of quick reminders. You can follow us on Twitter. Or on Instagram, and if you're interested in ever being on the air with me, feel free to message me on either Twitter or Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at KRUI underscore Fresh P. Our Instagram handle is at KRUI underscore Fresh Perspective. Find us on all the social medias. And fun fact, I remembered to record the show for the most part 
I missed probably the first Cause that would suck a lot. I don't think I don't, I haven't had that problem before with the file thing. So I think we'll be good. I'll have that uploaded. Hopefully I'll have it uploaded before the next show up on SoundCloud. I'll link that in the social medias as well. So if you ever want to listen, So yeah, that was exciting. It was the first guest we've had on the show. A lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to progress it even further. I just wanted... Actually, I'll just wait to talk about the weather. Because I'm talking about the weather in like 8 minutes anyway. But... Let's just get in to a little bit of what's in the news. All right, this is going to be a sports-focused show today because there's just a lot going on in the sports world right now. Not a lot, but there's been some some things that have happened that I want to talk about. So we'll talk about one thing right now. And I didn't... Like, I just knew what I wanted to talk about. Sports-wise, so I didn't really use a source. I just, I just looked at the news. Like, so anyways, let's get into it. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about is Manny Machado signing with the Padres. I said he's robbing the Padres. Now, he signed, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Manny Machado is a baseball player, a very good baseball player, a, a top top 10 talent in the in the majors a top 10 talent for sure and he signed a 10-year 300 million dollar deal with the Padres it has a he has a five-year option to opt out of his contract I don't think he ever would like I don't I don't think that's a thing I think it's a player option too so it's not a team or mutual option which are like yeah 10 years, for 10 years of playing baseball in San Diego, the guy gets $300 million. That's that's a good deal, player-wise. Instead of shortstop, he was uh, he came up as a shortstop, played third for the Orioles because that's, that's where the hole was they needed him to play. He's a very good third baseman. He's won like two or three gold gloves at third base. Very good player, very good player. And he didn't want to play third when he was with the Orioles for a hot minute. So they moved him to short. And I think he, he played short. He got traded to the Dodgers halfway through the year. And he played short for the Dodgers because they, their shortstop went out for the season. But their shortstop's back. So he's not with the, with the Dodgers, obviously. He's with the Padres now. But it should be interesting. He's playing third base because the Padres have a young prospect that should be really, really good coming up at shortstop. So their infield's kind of set because they have Hosmer at first. They have that shortstop, the young shorts. I think it's like Tadish. I mean, second base is second base isn't too hard to fill. They're a good second baseman. A lot of places in the league. But I think it should be interesting to watch the Gold Glove battle between him and Arenado. I don't. He has really good defensive plays. Arenado is really, really sound defensively, though. So it'll be interesting to watch that gold glove battle. But fun fact, this is the biggest contract, North American sports contract. And the difference between this and, like, a big football, like, like big football, like NFL contracts, keep in mind, the difference between, like, the MLB's CBA and the NFL CBA is that or bargaining agreement is that MLB contracts are fully guaranteed. So once you like sign for it, you're going to get that money some way or the other. Like obviously Machado can opt out of his contract for some reason, but I don't see that happening unless like something really bad happens. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I like glanced off and just kind of forgot what I was talking about for a second. But Machado's contract's fully guaranteed, whereas almost all. Guaranteed or something like that. Now, there was a change. Cousins, Kirk Cousins signed with the Vikings like 84 million? I think it's a lot of money still. 84 million. And it was fully guaranteed. When they sign the big money deals, it's like really big money. So there's that. And now what's my... On the Machado deal. The Padres really better hope they're competing within three years. Because they've just signed two of the biggest free agents in the last two years. They signed Hosmer two years ago. Which makes me really... Er, last summer. Or last... Last... Not summer. Oh my gosh. Last winter. They signed him right before spring training. Which makes me really sad. So that makes me sad, but he just got paid. He got paid like 180 something million, eight years. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's not 300 million. So Hosmer got paid a boatload of money last off season. And actually it's not really off season anymore. Spring training is like started and spring spring ball is about to begin i think i don't think there's been games played yet but i think they will be soon i know the royals play saturday yeah they play saturday so that's exciting they want to have any success off of the signing i know the padres have never been a team that's been afraid to spend money on players i remember when they bought like they bought what was supposed to be the best outfield in the MLB and ended up all like not working out with the Padres. I remember when they, they like signed Justin Upton and a couple of other guys to big, big deals and the deals never paid off. And so they traded all the guys pretty much. Yeah, it was up dead Upton and Matt Kemp in their outfield. And then they both kind of just not played as well. So it happens. It happens. But they need to be good because they're gonna have, they have a very talented farm system. They have a deep farm system. Money on on pieces that you don't have, like pieces in the bullpen or starting pitching. It's gonna be a lot harder to do that unless you want to have to like trade your young players. So I don't expect them to compete well this year or maybe next year. But after about year around year three. They should really be looking forward like to a, a postseason push if they want this to be considered successful. So there's that. There's that. And then for Machado, like Machado, it's a great deal. I know I had seen a lot of people giving him crap for like, oh, you went to San Diego. That's terrible. You know, like enjoy not playing in October. And like, okay, you can say that. That's fine. But if you, okay, imagine this. You got offered $300 million to play baseball, right? Just to play baseball. I don't, I don't have to tell you where, right? You get offered $300 million to play baseball. Okay? Do you take it? I would say, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I give up 10 years. I get $300 million. I have to play baseball. Fine. Easy. Easy said. Easy done. Easy done. In San Diego too, yeah, yeah, get paid three hundred million dollars to live in San Diego and play baseball. Cannot complain at all. So for Machado, it's a great deal. I don't like all the negative like feedback he's been getting. Obviously, I don't think he's worth three hundred million dollars. I think they overpaid for him, but it's crazy that even with as long, you, I think. The MLB might be going into a collusion lawsuit soon. I'm not for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised because with the free agents all signing, they're all getting signed super late for really cheap deals. Usually, the Machado deal is obviously not cheap, but usually they do. 
it's interesting. It's really interesting to see what how the MLB is going to respond to that. But people give him like crap about his like they're like, oh, your legacy is going to be like tarnished now. Not tarnished, but like you're not going to be as like. Res- I don't know. I don't know how to they describe it. But basically, they're giving him crap for signing with the Padres because he won't compete for a championship again. Which, like, okay, sure, you can say that. But they have a good farm system. And I, I say within three years, they probably will be competing for at least, like, at least for a playoff spot. And I... I... I don't understand the complete criticism that he gets for that. But whatever. It's okay. Because even if the Padres are never, like, great, right? They never, they, he never wins a championship. He spends, I don't know how long, ever, ever long in San Diego. But you can still, like, be a success. Baseball is a cool sport, I feel like, because you're not, I mean, wins and losses are decided by the whole team, right? But you statistically probably, teammates usually like with pitchers it's a little different but not really for you can be successful at and have your team lose and a lot of the time your team your team loses a lot of games already so like i think giving machado crap is not the greatest thing because first of all he made a really smart business move and they have a chance to be successful as a team and Machado's still gonna be good he's still gonna put up good numbers you know so it's not like he's not gonna ever have good enough numbers to make the hall of fame or something like the guy is gonna put up really big numbers his team might not be as successful but he he'd still be successful. So that's my thoughts on the Manny Machado thing. I'm going to give you the weather right now. And then yeah, I'm going to give you the weather right now. And then we'll get into the other thing I wanted to talk about in the news lately. So right now, according to AccuWeather, it's about 22 degrees. Humidity is at 65. It is sunny. So, a pretty okay day. A lot better than some days we've had. There's no snow expected for today. So, that's exciting. That's the weather. The other thing... Okay. Zion hurts his knee and busts through his shoe against North Carolina. So, this happened not too long ago, like a couple days ago. And Duke, he play, Zion plays for Duke. He's the number one prospect, NBA prospect in college basketball. He's playing against North Carolina, UNC, and it's the Tobacco Road rivalry. <clears throat> it's a big game. I think, was it? Was sadly, but it's a big rivalry game. The ticket prices were super high. Everyone was... Really excited. And, yeah. Supposed to be a really good game. And in the first minute of the game, like, literally, North Carolina had a possession. There's 19 19 minutes, 30 seconds left in the first half. There's two halves of college basketball. This guy just goes to plant, do like he's dribbling. Goes Because I don't know what happened with the shoe. Either like the like the adhesive that was holding it together just busted or the lacing did or whatever. And it's it just like his shoe is destroyed, right? Which is not ideal. As a as a person, you do
and he fell over in pain. Luckily, he he's okay. He should be fine. It's a grade one sprain. Tape. Just just recover, like rest, rice. Rice is what it's called. Rest, ice, compress, elevate. He needs to rest for a little while. And he should be good to go. But yeah, it's not something you want to see. Because when you're looking at like injuries in sports, right? You want to like kind of know what's going on. So if you have... It's usually like terrible. Like it's usually a terrible injury. Like, oh, I tore my meniscus or I just tore my ACL or I, you know, or grade grade two sprain or grade three sprain. Luckily, like this is so lucky for him because he is the number one NBA prospect. So like millions of dollars are on the line whenever Zion's playing, basically. Like if he if he just tore his ACL or tore his Achilles, you know, for Duke where he's getting paid Not good. Not good at all for him. But yeah, there's that. Luckily, it was just a grade one sprain. He'll be okay. No worries there. My perspective on the Zion thing. Here's my fresh perspective. First, Nike's getting some heat. He, he was wearing Nike shoes. So like, I don't know. He's getting some heat. Nike's getting some heat. still nike's i don't know i just doubt he does now because like their shoe just busted on him so there's that zion's also like would be considered the second biggest basketball something like that big boy he's like almost 300 pounds like the guy is huge right he's a he's a freak of nature really great athlete so like I really don't think anyone's really to blame for this because he's doing things that people, his size, like his size just can't do usually. So like basketball shoes generally wouldn't be, wouldn't handle things like that. But I don't, as far as I know, this is the first time that's happened to something like this has happened to him. So I don't personally, I don't think anyone's to blame for this. I think it's just kind of a freak deal. And I've seen shoes blow up before. I mean, Manu, Manu Ginobili has done it at least once, I remember. So. Really good question. If Zion should consider continue to play basketball this season, like the season's almost, not almost over. They still have like a couple games. Then they have the ACC tournament and then they have... I don't know if I would. I probably wouldn't. If I was him, I wouldn't. But I'll, I'll, I'll get into my reasons of why I wouldn't later on. Um, because this brings up another question of what do colleges owe a student athlete and what does a student athlete owe at college? Of like had. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, towards the end of the show real quick but i have oh man <clears throat> sorry guys my throat was not feeling great there we're good now though i wrote my letter so I usually, just a preference, I usually, I always write a letter to something I feel is underappreciated or, or, yeah, underappreciated. And <clears throat> take a listen. Dear coasters slash cup holders, thank you.
You keep me from getting stains on my stuff. And you make it so I do not have to hold. You make life stress-free, and I know that I could set a cold drink on slash in you. That if I set a cold drink on slash in you, it will not be going anywhere. Your consistency is impeccable. Sincerely, your friend, Zach. So, we're going to play a song for you. And then I'll be back, guys. I'll be back. Sun is rising. is turning
17,000 adult breeding dogs trapped in puppy mills. Learn more at bailingoutbenji.com or Bailing Out Benji on Facebook. Okay, guys. I am back. Do not fear. Let's finish this show, shall we? So I wanted to talk a little bit about like college athletics in general. It's something that interests me because like I want to be a college basketball coach. So yeah, let's talk about this. So first, what do colleges really owe student athletes that make them millions of dollars in revenue, right? So the price of tickets for the UNC Duke game are getting a free tuition, right? There's a big difference in in their sa- in the salaries right there. So, what do the colleges like owe the students? Obvious like tuition? Is that enough? Does that is that equal the million So, anytime like a prospective pro player plays for the NCAA, there's a chance that they can lose millions by like injuring themselves and never being able to play again, right? There's, I mean, there's that's a chance in life. Be hurt and not make the money that they their talent like earns them, not earns them, but like the hard work they put in to be as successful as they are, and already have teams be like, yeah, we want to draft this guy, and like these guys are are guaranteed to make millions of dollars. Now they're not going to be drafted to sign and make as much money. Is it is it worth it? And I just think technically, like, oh, I'm using the word technically. Yikes. But technically, athletes that play, like, basketball and football for a university do not earn, like, their tuition is, like, pennies compared to some of, like, the money they bring in. Um, And how can we combat this right how can we make it more fair for student athletes to to play college to do college athletics right so do we have to pay all the players like all the student athletes well no that's not fair to the athletes the university makes money off of thing but the university of iowa does not make near as much money on rowing if, if that's just season ticket sales, not even just normal ticket sales or concessions or sponsorships, right? The University of Iowa, like this is all universities. I'm just using Iowa, but the University of Iowa makes money off of men's basketball. They actually make some money off of women's basketball here a little bit. Our team's killing it this season. We're proud of them. But most most universities make money off of two two athletic events. That is. Basketball. I have to pay for tickets to only two sporting events. I think wrestling, you have to buy tickets if you're not a student too, though. So they make some money off wrestling too, but not much. Not as much as they do off football and basketball. But our wrestling teams, you know, our wrestling team's always good. So th- they do make money off that just because they have a program built up and a reputation. But generally, universities make money off of two sports. And those two like they get treated a little more differently than like rowing students do, but they get the same benefits practically for a great imbalance of like revenue. So if we if you did pay all the if you did pay all the student athletes, how would you regulate this? Teams would start to recruit based off how much they can pay athletes. So would you have to put in salary caps? What if there's different rules in different conferences, you know? And there's just not really a good answer to just saying, oh, pay the players. That There's there's a lot of different, like, options, and none of them are very good. So but
NBA's development league. I don't know why they sold out to Gatorade, but they are going to start inviting some like really high prospects to play professionally for them for one season and then be eligible for the draft. And they'll actually get paid a salary. So they'll get paid probably more than, university so that's a good step i applaud the nba for that i haven't heard much about this initiative in a while so i hope they didn't like shut it down because that would suck but i really do applaud that i think it's a good idea the the other option i had was just playing overseas in general an athlete can play overseas play professionally in europe or china and make a lot of money that way and get a lot of really good experience which is all Americans that went over to Europe for a year and then came back. But a lot of European like players that come into the NBA are just get a bet different experience and you get paid for it. It just it's a better I feel like it's a better resume build. scouts now but nba scouts are literally everywhere like i swear you could be playing like a pickup basketball game with some friends and there's an nba scout there making sh just making sure you're not the mike the next michael jordan so there's that <clears throat> here's my quick opinion on what the nba could do or what what we could do to kind of fix this problem in basketball because like play there's a, like it's, it's a big injustice on my part i feel like the player should be something something needs to change and here's what i think should happen first of all the nba should get rid of the one and done rule just get rid of it it's it's meaningless to have it it does not change anything the reason they did it was cuz so many players were coming out of high school that they weren't they weren't being like they weren't prepared <sighs> so done they weren't prepared for the life of the like life of the nba they were 18 years old getting paid millions of dollars and they just weren't ready for that but at the same time, it's like they're still not ready for it. They're they're one year. They're one. They went to college for a year. You know. There's still mistakes. A lot of mistakes being made. They're still really immature. So like you're not really helping anything by just getting using the one. They should be making. They should make money for what they do, right? They should make money for what they do. of dollars like zion's bringing in millions of dollars for the duke basketball program and he has a grade one knee sprain <laughs> and free tuition which like education is important don't get me wrong i'm all for education but it's not millions of dollars that you can set yourself up for life off of so i think if you get rid of the one and done rule and you keep the g league doing their thing you know having the development like what it should be doing kind of like the minor that and they're, they're just getting there they're getting there they have two-way players now and stuff that they like flip-flop from g league to nba and it's it's working out a lot better so i'm really applauding the nba for making some changes but i think it'll do a couple of things it'll make it'll dilute the pool of super talented one and done players in college basketball A group of freshmen, you have them two, three years, you know, and you build off of that instead of every year you're getting, you're, you're starting fives, a different starting five every year, you know. That's not usually the case for most programs, but it would, it would make college basketball feel like college basketball more than what it does right now to me, personally. This is per It just makes recruiting a little more interesting, a little more impactful for a lot of these bigger schools. Like, oh, you're going to be here three years now because the best players are already playing for money, you know. But that's just my The Zion deal 
Let me know on Twitter at KRUI underscore Fresh P what your thoughts are on Zion and should Zion. the draft and get drafted number one overall you tell me guys anyways we are so i have some quick shout outs and we'll call it a rec management major sometimes i just really have to talk about sports and there was a lot of good stuff to talk about today so, yeah. And just remember, if you ever want to be a guest on the show, just like Joey was. And I would love to have you on the show. So here's some quick shout outs to some of my. Right now. Which is exciting. I know you're not going to be able to hear this, but I'll, it'll be up online. So maybe one day you can like listen to it. I'll like send you the link. Yeah, I hope hope you can listen to this online sometime. Right now. He's not like around. So happy birthday, buddy. And I'm super proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Proud. Okay. Second one goes out to my boy, Jay. Just. obstacles and i'll see you this weekend and finally shout out to my boy nathan getting a good foundation set after going through a rough patch proud of you you're super close hopefully you come up those are my shout outs but i have a quick reminder for people in the iowa city area that tonight i hear i see which is a radio show here at krui is hosting their monthly free concert, and it is at Java House near downtown. It is at 8 o'clock. I think it's 8 o'clock. I'm pretty sure it's 8 o'clock. It is at 8 o'clock, and it is free for people to come and listen to some really awesome music. So, if you feel tempted to go, then go. It should be a lot of fun. I'll be there, so maybe you'll see me there. That'd be interesting. But anyways, guys, that is my show for the day. That's all I have. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did as well. Next week, we'll get back into more of the more random stuff. It won't just be a sports show completely. on Twitter at KRUI underscore Fresh P or Instagram at KRUI underscore Fresh Perspective for all the updates and news on the show. And I will be back next week for all your ears to listen to. That's a wrap, boys and girls. Have a good day. Do you love me? I mean, love is, is too weak a word.